This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy in the app store. Sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. In Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter and can find all of my work at CrumplerBaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball-related from Saturday, September 16th. We'll start it off, as always, with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. Our first IL placement is a notable one, as two-way extraordinaire Shohei Otani was placed on the 10 day IL with a strained right oblique after rumors surfaced that Otani's locker in the Angels clubhouse had been cleared out. The baseball world was on the edge of its proverbial seat to hear the Angels announcement on Saturday. It turns out that Otani has been dealing with an oblique injury and is now expected to miss the remainder of the season, likely signaling an end to his career in Anaheim. CJ Crone was activated from the 10-day IL in a corresponding move after missing a month with low back inflammation. He will combine with other members of the offense to fill the gaping hole created at DH by Otani's absence. Our other IL placement is first baseman Tristan Cassis of the Red Sox being placed on the 10-day IL with right shoulder inflammation. Cassis's successful first full season will come to a close due to right shoulder inflammation. He'll be in the running for the AL Rookie of the Year award though. Justin Turner will shift to first base to fill in for Cassis while Masataki Yoshida sees more time at DH and Adam Duvall gets everyday playing time in left field. And in terms of transactions, we have just one. Infielder Tristan Gray of the Rays was selected from the minors. Gray will finally get his first shot in the bigs at the age of 27 after combining for 61 homers at the AAA level over the past two years. He is somewhat of a one-dimensional hitter who strikes out way too much and hits for little contact, but his power is clearly top of the line. Gray won't get an everyday role, but rather will fill in as a backup around the infield, but if he does get a chance, we could see some long balls off of his bat. And before we take a look at the notable performances from Saturday, have you considered getting PL Plus or PL Pro? Well, it's the best way to consume PitcherList content. Not only do you get an ad-free website, but you also get access to the exclusive PitcherList Discord and 10% off all items in the store. You also get access to premium content and tools on the website if you go the way of the PL Pro subscription. On top of all that, and just in time for football season, you have access to the PL Discord, which includes QB List. So you have constant discussion of everything NFL, and you also get access to Sunday morning live chats every single week, which help you build your lineups and make waiver claims. You also 
also get to participate in constant discussion and get access to bonus content. And not to mention on top of all of that, we have so much fun freaking out over the MLB playoffs in October. So now is the perfect time to sign up for PL Plus or PL Pro to experience Pitcher List the way it was meant to be, as well as to have the best place to discuss fantasy football. I'll also make a point to check out Nick's watch parties over on playback.tv slash pitcher list. All you have to do is link your MLB.tv account or your cable provider, and you can watch games alongside Nick and chat with him while he comments about them. And he'll be watching plenty of playoff games. So it's a great time to check those out. But just to reiterate, get PL plus or PL pro to experience pitcher list the way it's meant to be, as well as to have the best place to discuss baseball and football over on the pitcher list discord. Now we can take a look at the notable performances from Saturday, a day in which we had a full slate of 16 games because we had a doubleheader between the Giants and the Rockies. We'll start it off with our hitters, leading off with Mark Canna versus the Nationals as he helped the Brewers to a win going three for five with a run, a home run, and five runs batted in. He's up to 11 home runs now. This one traveled 411 feet with a 107.3 mile per hour exit velocity. Canna has been one of the more underrated players in baseball during his career, and he's once again turned in another above average season at the plate. His WRC Plus is more than 15% better than average, and he's even thrown in eight stolen bases. Since being traded to the Brewers at the deadline, Canna has taken his game to another level. In 37 games, he's hit just five homers, but that has come with a 313 batting average and a WRC plus more than 30 points above league average. A career low strikeout rate is indicative of the fact that Canna is making more contact than ever, which has made up for his dip in the power department. He plays in the outfield every day and bats in the middle of the Milwaukee lineup, and with a Yahoo roster rate below 20%, Canna is available in plenty of leagues and could be a difference maker down the stretch if his hot streak continues. Yuli Gurriel had a big game versus the Braves as he helped the Marlins to win going two for four scoring twice with a home run three runs batted in and a walk. This was his fourth home run of the year and it traveled 411 feet with a 104.4 mile per hour exit velocity. In his first year in Miami Gurriel has continued to fall off at the plate. At the age of 39 it's hard to blame him for his downturn in production but it's been a pretty steep fall off over the past two years. Gurriel isn't an everyday player anymore but he's still shows glimpses of the abilities that earned him a big contract out of Cuba in 2016. Saturday was one of those nights where Gurriel gave fans flashbacks of his heyday with the Astros, and with his home run, he's now just too shy of 100 for his career. There's really no obvious way to go about incorporating him on your fantasy teams, because his splits aren't disparate, and it's difficult to guess when he'll crack the lineup. And with disintegrating skills, it's a tough way to see a player go out in this fashion, but his storied career across his time as a legend in Cuba and as a World Series champ in MLB is likely coming to an end after this season. And lastly, we have Christian Encarnacion Strand in Queens as he helped the Reds to a win, going two for three with a run, a home run, two RBIs, and a stolen base. He's up to seven home runs now and two steals. This home run traveled 428 feet with a 108.5 mile per hour exit velocity. Encarnacion Strand absolutely tore up the minors, batting 331 with 20 homers at AAA, which earned him a call-up in mid-June. After homering in his second career game, the hype was through the roof as he was primed to be a centerpiece of an exciting lineup in Cincinnati. Unfortunately, Encarnacion Strand hasn't been much of a difference maker during his debut campaign. He's had average production across the board, and even though his stat cast metrics suggest improvement on the horizon, he'll need to continue to develop to perform at the levels he hinted at in the minors. Plate discipline will be his biggest area of improvement as he has chased too often, cutting into his ability to put together good at-bats. Still just 23 years old, though, there's plenty of time for Encarnacion Strand to live up to the hype he created at AAA this year. But if you like a breakdown of the notable hitting performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and check out the notable starting pitching performances, opening with Grayson Rodriguez.
Rodriguez versus the Rays as he earned the win, tossing eight scoreless innings, allowing just five hits with no walks and seven punch outs. He had 11 whiffs and a 29% CSW across 95 pitches. Grayrod's heater did all of the work in this one. It was used 69% of the time and went for six whiffs and 30% CSW, allowing his curveball to fall in for 40% CSW. It's been a tale of two seasons for one of the game's brightest young starters after struggling to a 7.35 ERA across his first 10 starts through May. Rodriguez was demoted to the minors where he got back to dominating. Since his return after the All-Star break, he's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. In 11 starts, he's recorded a 2.59 ERA and a 1.06 whip. Rodriguez's strikeout numbers have been somewhat underwhelming during that time, but I think we'll take beautiful ratios as a consolation prize. His heater has been the key to his success all year as it's one of the best swinging strike fastballs in the game and is in the top 12% of the league in terms of PLV. With a complete arsenal that includes three trustworthy secondaries and the clear ability to make adjustments to major league hitters. The 23-year-old Rodriguez has a bright future ahead of him. And we could see more of that bright future in his next start in Cleveland. Sawyer Gibson Long had an incredible start versus the Angels as he helped the Tigers to a win. He had a no decision, but he tossed five innings, allowing just two hits and one in a run with three walks, but he struck out 11 with 23 whiffs and a 45% CSW across 82 pitches. He earned the gallows pull as he led baseball with those 23 whiffs and earned the King Cole as he led baseball with the 45% CSW and those combined earned him the golden goal for the day. His slider and changeup put in work in this one. The slider induced nine whiffs and went for 35% CSW, while the change went for double digit whiffs and a whopping 60% CSW. Our streaming pick of the day worked out in spades and after a successful debut outing, Gibson Long had an easy opponent for his second career start. He took advantage of it and went off. Rarely do you see pitchers this young accrue more than 20 whiffs, but to do so across just five innings is pretty special. It's even more interesting that it came from a prospect that wasn't highly touted. Gibson Long is the Tigers' 19th best prospect according to MLB Pipeline, and as a 25-year-old, he began the season at AA, where he pitched to a 3.74 ERA while striking out nearly 30% of the batters he faced across 14 outings. That success didn't translate to AAA, though, where he posted a 5.45 ERA in 8 outings, but the underlying metrics tell a different story. Not only did Gibson Long display elite strikeout capabilities with nearly a third of the batters he faced going down via the punch out, but his 3.75 XFIP was much more indicative of his true performance. Nick compared Gibson Long to a current MLB ace in Logan Webb, and that's not a bad ceiling to reach for, and in just two starts, he's shown that he could have an even higher ceiling. Gibson Long will continue a streak of easy matchups as he heads to Oakland for his next start, which is a clear stream. And lastly, we have Chris Sale for the Red Sox in Toronto as he took the no decision, tossing six innings, allowing just two hits and one run with two walks and 10 strikeouts. He induced 14 whiffs with a 41% CSW across 81 pitches. Sale's slider was unhittable, inducing 10 whiffs and recording 49% CSW, but it's been another injury marred campaign for the all-star Southpaw. It's nights like these though that remind us just how good Sale can be when he's on his game. Sale will fail to reach 120 innings pitch for the fourth year in a row, and even with more innings than he's pitched since 2019, they haven't all been up to his usual standards. Sale has had a number of blowups throughout the year, but seems to have been pretty unlucky. He's maintained his ability to rack up strikeouts and to inspire more hope that he isn't washed as he owns an XFIP more than a run lower than his ERA. Sale has mostly just struggled to escape jams with runners on base, leading to a low left on base rate, which can be blamed for his inflated ERA. Even at 34 years old, Sale is still one of the best pitchers of his generation and with better health next year, could return to being an all-star caliber ace. Sale will get the White Sox next and he should be able to handle that matchup. But if you'd like a breakdown of every single start from Saturday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on pitcherlist.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and check out the 
relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations. Get ready because we got a lot. We'll start off with these saves, guys. Clay Holmes recorded his 21st save. Tanner Banks got his first save as Gregory Santos pitched the eighth and surrendered four runs, three of which were earned. And then Lane Ramsey failed to complete the ninth, so Banks was called upon and successfully shut things down. Emmanuel Classe got his 41st save to lead the major leagues. Will Vest got his first save as Alex Lang blew a three-run lead in the ninth, necessitating extra innings where Vest closed out the lead in the 10th. Taylor Clark earned his second save as Carlos Hernandez attempted to finish off a four-run lead but needed Clark's help to get the final out. Hernandez may have completely lost his grasp of the closer role with this blow-up. Derek Law got his second save as Alexis Diaz had pitched in three of the past four days. Gavin Hollowell recorded the final eight outs in the first half of the doubleheader, working around two runs scoring. Tyler Kinley got his fourth save as he did so in the second half of the doubleheader and it seems he's officially taken over the closer role from Justin Lawrence. And lastly, Josh Hader got his 29th save. In terms of closers to pitch outside of save situations or blow their saves, Chris Martin, the presumed closer in Kenley Jansen's absence, pitched the eighth with a one-run lead, and John Schreiber was the one to get the save opportunity. He blew the lead, and despite getting the first save chance, he may have lost his favor already. It's still a battle between Martin and Schreiber, though, so keep an eye on that. Jordan Romano pitched on the other side of that game and covered both the 10th and 11th without surrendering a run. Yohan Duran pitched the eighth down by two. Carlos Estevez pitched the ninth down by three in what can be considered a maintenance outing. This was his first appearance since last Sunday. Andres Munoz pitched the ninth in a tie game. Will Smith finished off the seventh up by one, then came back out for the eighth, blew the lead, and then took his sixth loss. Tanner Scott finished off the eighth in a tie game, then stayed on for the ninth with a six-run lead. Both Adam Ottavino and Brooks Raley pitched in a one-run deficit. Kyle Finnegan attempted to finish off the eighth in a tie game, but surrendered four runs and took his fifth loss. Mark Letter Jr. and Julian Merriweather pitched the final three innings of regulation in a tie game. Paul Seawald pitched the ninth in a tie game, and Evan Phillips pitched the 10th with a one-run lead, but blew the save by allowing the zombie runner to score. But if you'd like a more in-depth breakdown of the relief pitching performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Reliever Ranks article over on PitcherList.com. Sunday's edition was written by yours truly. And before we look forward to today's games, we're going to take a quick break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? 
You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Sunday, September 17th, a day in which we'll have a full slate of 15 games. My matchup of the day is Charlie Morton versus Jesus Luzardo. We've got two pitchers at very different points of their careers on teams at very different points of their season, so it should be an interesting matchup. In terms of probable starters, we've got three guys in the auto starts tier, including Brandon Woodruff versus the Nationals, Sunny Gray on the south side of Chicago, and Framber Valdez in Kansas City. We've got six guys in the probably starts tier and 11 in the questionable starts tier, and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in Zach Littell in Baltimore. Littell has just one win in the past month, so he's due. He provides more stability than the upside plays with the other streaming options. I'd also keep an eye out for Andrew Heaney in Cleveland. He's expected to be used out of the bullpen and is taking on the team with the second worst offense against Southpaws. In terms of hitter suggestions, I would say Rockies and Giants hitters in cores. The Giants are going with Southpaws Sean Manaya. Chris Bryant has torched him for three hits and two homers in just four at-bats, and Brendan Rodgers has a WRC plus 51 points higher versus lefties for his career. And the Rockies are turning to Chris Flexen and his 7.22 ERA. He's a righty, so I'd say Lamont White Jr., who is batting 389 in September and went deep yesterday, while Mike Yastrzemski, Jock Peterson, and Michael Conforto are all great left-handed hitting options. I'd also keep an eye out for Yankees hitters versus Colin Selby and his 8.20 ERA. He's a righty, so target left-handed hitters. Estevan Florial is one of those, and he is due for his first homer of the year. And I'd also keep an eye out for Padres hitters versus Joe Boyle of the A's in his big league debut. He's a righty who has struggled mightily with the free pass in the minors so target some patient hitters like Trent Grisham who owns a 13% walk rate and now we'll close things out with our relievers to watch Clay Holmes has pitched on back-to-back days so Tommy Conley or Wandy Peralta should get the call depending on matchups today Jordan Romano has pitched three innings across the past two days but top setup man Jordan Hicks has also pitched on both days so expect Eric Swanson to close out a potential close win today for the Blue Jays both Carlos Hernandez and Taylor Clark have pitched on consecutive days but the latter needed just eight pitches to record one out yesterday so he may be utilized again today, especially given that the next best option, Colin Snyder, has also gone in each of the past two days. Tanner Scott has gone on back-to-back days and in three of the past four, so expect AJ Puck or David Robertson to be used in the ninth, depending on matchups for the Marlins. Paul Sewald has pitched in each of the past two games, but so has setup man Kevin Ginkle, so we could see Scott McGuff used as the closer today for the Diamondbacks. And lastly, Evan Phillips has gone on consecutive days, but so has setup man Bruce Dar Gratterall, so we may see Caleb Ferguson or Joe Kelly get a shot, depending on matchups. 
course. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. It's also a great place to discuss fantasy football. But that'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast. Bubba will be back with you on Monday and throughout the week. And make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.